Hi everyone, my name is Bernadette from SkepticTurnMystic.com. This show is about spiritual awakening, a place you can come if you feel like exploring the world of supernaturalism. I'm excited you're here. I've got so much to share with you, so get comfortable because we are starting right now. Bernadette, and this is Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World Podcast. Welcome back. I'm not sure where to start. I guess I'll talk a little bit about numerology, and then I'll talk about what to expect this year in 2023, which is a universal year seven. You know, about 80% to 85% of people are not completely satisfied with their work or career. There's actually a reason for that, and that's hidden in the code in your birthday, okay? A lot of people attract similar situations and relationships over and over again, and there's a reason for that too, and that's hidden in the code in your birthday. So numerology is called the science of numbers, and it's very, very ancient. In the West... We use a system developed by Pythagoras. Uh, He is the Greek mathematician who came up with the diatonic scale and also the the Pythagorean theorem. I dreamt that I was given a book about numbers by a shaman. So this is how all of it started too, right? So I dreamt that I was given a book about numbers by a shaman while he was teaching me how to make a fire. And this was the only thing I remember about my dream. And the first thing I did when I woke up in the middle of the night was to Google spiritual numbers because prior to that, I have been encountering a lot of repeating numbers daily like 11, 11, 555, and 13, 13. And no, it is not confirmation bias. So uh, after, after this, so after this dream, for some reason, I guess it worked perfectly for me because it was mathematical and it was grounded and it was science and had a predictive element to it. So it made sense to me. It, it also explains the hidden workings of the universe that I have always believed were there, but I needed evidence for it. So I did a lot of research and testing, and now I have at my disposal a very powerful system or code where I can sort of break the matrix of a person's life Um, why they are the way they are, what causes them to attract certain challenges, you know, what their higher purpose is. So if you're interested in that, you are going to love the show today and you are also going to enjoy my free webinar that you can sign up at skepticturnmystic.com slash webinar. 
So you can totally put me on pause right now and click on the link provided on the description of this episode to get access to it. So your first name is how you behave at work. Your middle name is how you behave in your relationships. And the last name represents the family dynamic you choose to be born to and what you are to learn from them and what are they to learn from you. So you pick your name, the letters of your name represent your emotional and psychological self as well as the timing of events in your life. Now, Carl Jung talked uh, talked a lot about archetypes or symbols a lot in his career. If you think about certain numbers you utilize in the Bible, for example, Noah was on the ark for 40 days and 40 nights, right? We have the Israelis wandering the desert for 40 years, Uh, We have Jesus tempted in the desert for 40 days. So is it just a mere coincidence or was there a system of numbers utilized by by these great writers of this divine writings that hinted towards something of a code or a system? In other words, is there a deeper understanding by these great writers of the past of antiquity where they understood that numbers were coding? The answer is yes. What I found is that just like we are born with strands of DNA that tells us what color we're going to have, the eye color and the predisposition to disease and all these kind of things, because scientists have mapped this DNA code just in the same way as I have found out that people are born with a map to their lives psychologically and spiritually. In other words, you are born with certain challenges and that will be reflected in your family, you know, in some ways. And what I see is the lesson you were born with and what human beings do Uh, is they carry out this stuff internally in the subconscious mind and then attract situations in their life to play it out. Once you understand what your code is, you have the power to unlock different information about yourself just from your name and birthday. What was given to you at birth, this is probably... This is probably what happened in your family. This is the myth that you are carrying about yourself. And this is why your subconscious mind invites these kind of experience over and over again when you understand numerology. What I'm clarifying is this was the... For example, numerology, right? Numerology uh, clarifies this was the circumstance upon your arrival. This is your lesson, your challenge, your pattern, 
your puzzle. And once you understand what that is about, it illuminates every facet of your life. And when it comes down to it, there are certain basic principles. So for example, let's just take the number eight, right? So it is directly related to self-worth. Yes, in numerology, they talked about eight being a number of money, finance, and, and things of that sort. And yes, it is. But it's also a very oversimplified concept because if you don't feel worthy, you're not going to be attracting a lot of financial abundance in your life, right? And I'm not talking about positive thinking. I'm talking about programming from your childhood that does not make you feel worthy. And what that does a lot of the time is it creates one thing after another in work and in relationship. Why would self-worth play on relationship, right? Well, what happens is that you may find a partner and this is how it works. Your numbers will mirror other people. You can find a partner over and over again on the extreme sides of financial success. So let's take, for example, this woman with this number eight life path. Her challenge might be with a man who spends all his time building up his empire. He has an incredible need to be successful at the expense of everything, at the expense of her. So the money and the power and the success, the status is chosen over her. She is second best. She doesn't realize it, but she's playing out her self-worth issues with the number eight number, which could be her life path number or her date of birth falls on the eighth. So the other factor is that she may not feel very empowered because she is giving it to him. It's all about his success. She's just along for the ride. And what can happen on the other side of the extreme is that she may attract, she may also attract a guy that has a terrible time manifesting. She may spend time trying to prop him up, get him to be more successful in his life to get him to be more ambitious and goal-oriented. Maybe he's a little bit of a slacker. Uh, maybe he doesn't feel like he can do it. And she may spend a lot of her time trying to build this guy's self-worth, but she doesn't realize she's giving away her power again. Or she can be the successful one and be so power-hungry that she sacrifices everything just for the money and power because she has a feeling of low self-worth. So you also have to understand that self-worth is about understanding the value of what you do and what you bring to the table. So if you start to recognize your own value, there's going to be action that needs to be taken along with this. You have to take action. So the next step is to declare your value, right? If you are 
in an unhealthy relationship where you recognize you either propping someone else up or giving your power away to someone who's more concerned with their own success and wealth, you need to take the step to do the difficult thing. And what's interesting is that it is almost unbelievable how it has nothing to do with how intelligent you are and, and, or, or how successful you are. There is this programming from your childhood conditioning where you can be worth millions or billions of dollars and understand that you still have a self-worth issue. The whole purpose of what I do is to change those challenging circumstances into meaningful success and happiness by providing that bigger picture and the understanding of what the challenge means in the unfolding of your purpose, the unfolding of your fulfillment, fulfillment and And then there's just so much peace to be had in seeing how it all plays out in the bigger picture. Yes, I mean, of course, this may be a challenging moment right now. But on the other side, if you walk through the fire and take the right course of action, you will be equipped with new skills or the confidence to move on so there is a payoff, right? So there is a payoff, right? For, for the work that you do, for the effort that you put in. Let's talk about the number uh, three a little bit. Uh, three represents creativity or it rules your voice or your expression. So let's say you have a three cycle coming up, right? Let's say you are having a personal year three. Because every year and even every month, we are under a different number. This could be a very powerful transformational. Uh, this could be a very um, transformational time for you because the 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 number three cycle is gonna challenge you to own your voice. That may mean finally giving that ultimatum. That may mean finally speaking up for yourself with the family member. Finally, having the courage to get your creative work out there into the world and, and, and all that wonderful talent that you possess, right? So three is just a very creative, talented number. But Life Path 3, or if you have a lot of threes in your name, also suffer with a lot of self-doubt. Take a storyline of a girl or a boy who grows up in a family where they never had a chance to open themselves up. Maybe there's a lot of emotional blockage or emotional repression in the family and they all have these sorts of insecurities about expressing themselves. It's funny how that person later on in life becomes a public speaker or a writer which comes back to you which comes back to you knowing that's who you are at the core the insight the information it can provide 
so much peace. It can provide so much clarity in your life, giving you a better understanding of who you are and perhaps an affirmation to something you felt like you knew all along. It could be incredibly liberating and it's really never too late for anyone, okay? If you want to know more about number three, definitely check out my workshop on skepticturnmystic.com slash webinar. Um, it's a 30-minute workshop uh, and it's free of charge. And it's free of charge. So go check it out because I'm not going to leave it up forever. Not for very long. I don't I don't know. I don't know when I'm gonna take it down. That's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say. Let's talk about 2023. This year is a universal year seven. A universal year number is a forecast of your mood and vibration for the entire year. A universal year number can help in predicting um, the year's energy, um, allowing you to seek for opportunities on both personal and professional level. And seven is the most introverted number in numerology. So using this energy of the number seven, what can we expect in 2023? It represents reflection and going inward. It is the most philosophical number signifying uh, in-depth reflection. So you're going to see an increase in yourself and in society in both science and spirituality. Uh, it's going to become much more evident and, and wisdom gained using knowledge of self is a priority uh, in Universal 7. You're going to rely on your intuition more and you're going to trust your intuition more instead of what is happening on the news. So there will be a lot of depth in 2023 um, because we have spent the last few years concentrating the connections we have with other people who are not part of our own belief systems. So it's time for you to focus on yourself again this year. Uh, we uh, in, 2020, in 2023 expect to slow down spend more time alone, um, and uh, you could feel the need to connect with something outside of the material world. And there's, and there's going to be a lot of epiphanies that you are recognizing in your life. In 2014, the universal year was seven. So looking back, you might notice a lot of similarities and patterns between that year and this one. And 2014 was an eye-opening year for me regarding the nature of reality because I rediscovered my connection to God in 2014 and I'm looking forward to expanding my spiritual journey in 2023, which is another universal year seven. So the last time a universal seven year took place uh, that I mentioned was 2014. Then nine years earlier in 2005 was another 
uh, Universal Year Seven, uh, and and how you get the Universal Year is by adding up all the numbers. So two plus zero plus two plus three is seven. In 2005, two plus zero plus zero plus five is seven. So then nine years earlier than 2005, uh, in 1996. 1987, 1978, and 1969, and so on, those were also a universal year seven. So you might want to reflect on those years in your life to see if you can spot any patterns that correspond to a universal seven year for you. And when you draw the number seven, it resembles a cliff. And, and that's exactly how a universal seven year can feel like, like leaping off the cliff of your old life into a chasm of deep soul searching. And don't be surprised if you feel a little bit lonely uh, because the journey to wisdom sometimes is a little bit dark, uh, but, it is, but it is a journey worth taking. According to Genesis, creation took seven days with the seven day designated as a day of rest or divinity. So as a result, the number seven vibration is a deeply spiritual number that brings spirit into form or how energy manifests into matter, into matter. The, the number seven vibration represents our seven chakras, the seven colors of the rainbow, the seven rays in esoteric astrology, the seven original planets of the solar system, to name a few. So we can also embrace an even deeper aspect of the possibilities of our universal seven year by kind of turning to the knowledge of the tarot. So the tarot has a dynamic archetype, like a symbolism uh, that sort of like inspires our awareness of the potential and energy that will give life in 2023. So I just kind of want to explain like some of the tarot card numbers that correlate with the universal numbers. Okay, so in 2019, it was a universal three year and it was ruled by the Empress, is the third tarot card. In 2020, universal four year was ruled by the Emperor, the fourth tarot, the fourth tarot, the fourth tarot card. 2021, universal five, ruled by the Hierophant. Hierophant, the fifth tarot card. And last year, 2022, is ruled by the lovers. And this year, uh, 2023, is ruled by the, the, the chariot and the tower. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As a reminder, please, if you like this episode, you would totally be into the free webinar skepticturnmystic.com 
slash webinar. And yeah, I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.